on, guys? Welcome to the Essential Scares podcast, the only show that dares to ask the question, is it essential? I am your host, Corbin, and with me today, as always, we've got Alan. Good evening. And, of course, Bobby. We really needed that 15-second just blank stare cold open when I have a heart out, huh? We really needed that. It's good. Every, it's good to know. Every second counts, okay? That's content, all right? You should know by now. That's content. <laughs> um, and we have got a great show for you today, full of content. We are looking at one of the original classics of Japanese horror, 1977's Haosu. But first, Bobby has a spoiler warning. I surely do. This will serve as your first one and only spoiler warning, which is also filled with pauses, so go fuck yourself. Uh, for the for the cult classic, Haosu. If you do not want Haosu spoiled for you, please hit the time code provided in our show notes or descriptions for our central spoiler-free discussion. <clears throat> Haosu is a movie that tricks you into thinking that it's bad. Or maybe it tricks you into thinking that it's good. It definitely tricks you into thinking it's something. But also, it's part of the Criterion Collection, so legally, it is my contract as a pretentious fuck, trademark, registered trademark, um, to tell you, you simply must watch it. Alan. I hate that. I hate that for all of us. I liked it until I, 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 I hated it. I liked it until I hated it. Exactly. Yeah. He had me until he just didn't. Yeah. Yeah. It's tough. So, Haosu, we have uh, a whole cast of characters with some of the most interesting names in the world, such as Gorgeous, and Kung Fu, and Mac, and a bunch of others. Uh, they are uh, some Japanese schoolgirls who school girls who are going on vacation. They had original plans, those all fell through. Uh, so now, uh, after our main character, Gorgeous, has met her new-to-her new, new mother, uh she decides to write her aunt to go visit her out in the, the wilderness of Japan. And uh, when her and her friends go there, they, they, they find out um, rather quickly that there are some strange things afoot uh, throughout their stay there. They come to learn that the aunt has been dead for a very long time, waiting for her husband to come back from world war two. He didn't. Uh, and now there, her aunt eats any unmarried woman that comes there, and this movie goes from this happy-go-lucky weird film to an interesting gore fest, kinda. It's weird. Let's open it from there. This movie's weird. This movie shifts in tone so fast, so rapidly. It gets super serious, and then all of a sudden, it's just not for a second, and then it is again in like the darkest way possible. It uh. It's a horror comedy that is like weirdly broken up between the horror and the comedy. Like it's it gets progressively less funny and more scary as the movie goes yeah. on in a really weird way. Again, uh, for fun fact, I watched this movie partially while I was sick with COVID. I had COVID. That's why this ep that's that's the excuse we're gonna give why this episode is out so late. It's a real thing that happened to me, but yeah, um. And uh, so I was like, it's the only, this is the first time I've ever gotten COVID. I survived the entire thing. I'm fully, you know, all my shots, all that good stuff. But yeah. Uh, but it was really weird to watch it because it was like, is this 
like trying to be funny and it is but then all of a sudden it's just like wait a second the tone shift this is weird this is like a weird thing that's happened. and i think it's around the time where gorgeous's face becomes fire and that's a thing that you can say about this movie that happens yeah, when when gorgeous like <laughs> finds her her aunt's diary from that point it's just like what where are we going here you know shortly thereafter the whole house is flooded entirely with blood, with blood? <laughs> yeah. yes the house starts bleeding uh, kung a lot. fu kicks kung fu's eaten by a lamp yeah. and then that's leg. also something you can say about this film yep. I, I i can and i will mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cool. yeah I, it's just that this is that's just that's just the movie i mean i don't understand what's so strange about those things i mean those are just the things that go on in this house you know and uh, you simply much uh, so oh my God. Uh, I didn't hate it though. I wouldn't be very clear on that. Like, no, I mean, no, how could you hate it? I mean, it's it's a great movie. I mean, everybody loved it, right, Alan? It was a movie. So Alan's Alan's watched it once, and he watched it uh, for the show. Uh, Bobby and I have both seen it a couple of times. Um, I watched it. My first time was uh, last year uh, when we were doing Thirty Three Days of Halloween. I reviewed this movie. So there's a lengthy review on our letterboxd uh with my thoughts on this on this film um alan did you have any expectations any at ideas? all for this movie yeah <laughs> <laughs> i any expectations i had were basically not like gone almost immediately <laughs> like i'm like five minutes into this film and there's like this sequence where gorgeous and her dad are talking and it's like the music is weird. Yeah, it's that same the like piano bit that weird. entire movie. Yeah. It, it's great. Yeah. Well, and that piano bit had already happened like once or twice before that. And like the mom comes in and it's just it I kind of knew like, okay, I, I I pretty early on was like, all right, we need to we need to back up here. What is going on? Re- recalibrate what the hell I'm about to experience because it I, I had no expectations and I did honestly start to enjoy myself a fair bit. Like when, um, when they get to the house and they, uh, they put the watermelon into the well and then Mac goes to get it. And it's just a human head. It's <laughs> yep. funny. No, it's, it's no, just no, funny. It's not a human head because when, when someone else goes to get it, it's Mac's human head. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're right. Yes. Mac dies early. Yeah. And like the whole sequence where she gets attacked by like celestial bats, like it, it, this movie just constantly did make me laugh, yeah. and and you know I can say that that is more than a lot of horror comedies do for me, because usually I'm kind of like this is dumb and stupid, but this was dumb and stupid in the ways I wanted it to be. Like when the ant is crawling around and walks directly in front of the camera and like looks at you, the viewer, hilarious, very very funny and silly. This movie doesn't tell you that Kung Fu is the main character until she's dead. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. like it's amazing it's amazing oh, wait a, it's like, wait a minute. you're like you're like oh shit she was the one like gorgeous was the bat was part of the bad guys okay mm-hmm. like it's great no, yeah. it's, it's fucking great i this movie for me is just like it's completely ridiculous it feels a lot it feels a lot like suspiria in ways but like what if it was japanese right um yeah and i mean that in in all the best ways right like this movie has this sort of perfect dreamlike substance to it 
Um, one of the things that I, I noted oh, when I saw yes. it the first time and that absolutely stands true is that uh, describing a movie as being like dreamlike or like a dream, right? It's kind of like a stereotypical thing to say, like, oh, this movie has such a dreamlike quality. And like, there is no movie still that I've ever seen that has a dreamlike quality to it like this movie. Like this movie feels like the kind of dream you actual real people actually have. Like just random things happen so, randomly, but like it makes sense. It makes sense, but in a way that only dreams make sense, right? Only dream logic yeah, it, can the make dream it. Logic it's like, yeah. oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, her face is fire now. Cool, yeah. great. Right, yeah, like, okay. Like, it's yeah. Just like, <laughs> or like, why Why would the uh, their teacher actually come out to them? Why would that happen? Or it doesn't scene, matter. Or he just shows scene. up. Yeah, after, exactly. after, uh, after Gorgeous has been possessed for like, for, like, for like five straight minutes, it's like in weird stop motion. Yeah. Oh my god, I have that written <laughs> down. Like, awesome. Yeah. Why? So it doesn't matter. What. It's like yeah, it's like just... <laughs> it's like no, because it's fucking terrifying. Yeah. That's why. It's like it's like this is the point where your dream has turned into a nightmare officially. Yeah. Woo woo woo. Like no, well, and, this, and like that actually to that point, Corbin, about this being like I re- I think that's why I have a problem with Phantasm because people go Phantasm. Mm. It's got this dreamlike quality, and I, I think about this really. movie when I think of yeah. dream movies. It's mm-hmm. like. It's like it kind of does. I get it. Like it's like a kid seeing things he doesn't understand. But like this is a dream. Mm-hmm. This is like, yeah, yeah. Did you guys also love how every time Kung Fu did Kung Fu, the exact same motif played one hundred percent of the time she did Kung Fu. I love that. It was I love her legs did it. Yeah, I I am not being ironic here. Straight up, it was every, great. Every it happened the first time. Like, oh, that's a funny gag. Every and then it just kept happening. Every like, single character is like just a this like perfect little stereotype and they just dive uh-huh. all the way into it. And that's what makes it work because like they know, you what was know, the, uh, the brainy girl. Know. What was her name? Uh, her name was uh, sweet. Are you talking about sweet? No, no, no the that... girl who the smart girl. Uh, she, oh my she God. Is I'm fantasy. I'm Googling. No, was it fa- no. She's the it only one fa- whose name I didn't write down in regard to what their stereotype was. <laughs> like, okay, then like you know, like one, like yeah. Melody Fantasy. writes plays the guitar. You Music. know, uh, <laughs> yeah. Gorgeous, gorgeous, is gorgeous. gorgeous. Yeah, exactly. yeah. Like their names all. I think it's. I think it's fantasy. I think it must be fantasy. Yeah, I thought fantasy was the one who makes it the farthest. Isn't that Kung Fu technically? No, she dies like no. right at the end. Yeah, I know, but remember, no, there's, there's another else girl. After. Who, yeah, yeah. Fantasy, fantasy dies in uh, in Gorgeous's <laughs> arms when she pulls her shirt down, and for some, that's a part of this movie that's very uncomfortable for me. Though I'm mm-hmm. not gonna lie, is the fact that characters that we've told are high school age girls just are like naked a lot in this movie. It's a little yeah. weird, yeah. like. They're all adult actresses, which is like why it's not so disgusting. But like, it's also like, I don't, I've got the heebie-jeebies about this. Yeah, yeah. It's another part of the yeah. dream, you know. Sometimes, I, all of a sudden, no clothes. I, okay, that <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm glad you went there with that because we'd have to, we'd have to just have a real stern conversation. Otherwise, <laughs> sometimes, just all of a sudden, it's you and a 13 year old girl. <laughs> 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 Cancel. <laughs> yup. Uh, um, I 
I also did love like it, what's weird about this film is it it does have like good horror bits. Too. No, it absolutely like, nails it. Like it intermixed with is, all this it nonsense. It, it it like the the like when Melody gets ate by a piano, that's terrifying. That's one like, of the best. It's like, so good, amazing, and, and so it's like good. it's like weird again. It's like weirdly like she's like laughing and like there's also like a sexual component to it mm-hmm. it's just like i don't she like wants i don't it, like but watching it's funny, this at all but I'm... she's scared of it at the yeah. it's like ugh, what a scene and it's I so hate, long i hate, I hate it watching goes all for of this. so long <laughs> so yeah does she is she the one who ends up in the clock too is her body the one no that's i'm in the clock? pretty sure that's the that's or the... is that fantasy no i'm pretty sure that's no gorgeous. fantasy dies wrong okay or it's either Jeez. gorgeous or sweet and sweet is the smart one sweet is the one who dies um in the like in like the laundry room oh yeah 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 she's she's killed by the cat right well they're all kind of killed by the cat that's true true. oh there's a psychic cat for what it's worth yeah you know but hers i mean the cat the cat was was directly involved yes uh Yeah. yeah that's fair yeah yeah it's just I'm so glad you said the dream thing because I ne- I didn't think about that while watching it, but that is just so, that is like How? the one time because I turned my brain off when I when I turned my brain off from like minute five of this film and I'm like, well, let's just see what happens. Let's go on this ride together. But like, no, that's such a good like descriptor. The, the, they they keep here. going back to the per, the teacher who drives around in a fucking Model T and ends up dying by being turned into bananas. Which I love, by the way. Like, And the fact that that scene... That's like the weird second tone shift. It's, is like... it's so... But it's also it's so, like... It's random, but they also have built up to it. So, like, when he turns into the bananas, you're like, no, yeah, that makes sense, actually, that he turned into bananas. <laughs> well, and it, all, it, also, it also shows something, that, like, mm-hmm. he can't see the house. Like yeah. the house could only takes in unmarried women. Yeah, the lore is strong. I mean, there's no, there's yeah. no <laughs> empty, there's no plot holes here. Yeah, you can you can follow. Yeah, which is the only reason why they had that Togo subplot at all. Like, because <laughs> because it it definitely moves away from it being a nightmare. There a couple times, it's just like him was like, I can't. Where's this house? There's no house, and it's like. You are overacting a lot, buddy. Yeah. Like he just has to have his own little Mr. Bean adventure and then he turns into bananas. <laughs> yeah. Don't don't doesn't that happen to you when you traverse the Japanese countryside? Every time and I've mom, been there. And new mom is like not even perplexed no, about, yeah. about a car full of bananas. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's just that's just that's par for the course. You walk up, you find a car, a Model T yeah. filled with bananas. That's just a part of Japanese culture. Well, they imply they, it's insensitive for you to not know. Yeah, that, that for sure. I've never been to Japan. I don't. I I've never been there. I don't know. How dare you? How dude? How dare everybody's, I? everybody's been. Everybody's been. You. Yeah, everyone knows about the Model T yeah. banana problem in Japan. Yeah, this is an epidemic. Yeah, I don't think that's true. I think you're lying to me. Right okay, now. lying. I don't know how yeah. to lie. Never. You don't know how to lie. <laughs> no one ever taught me. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> me when I'm lying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. Uh, but yeah, I mean, again, like all fucking jokes aside, this movie is part of the Criterion collection too. So like, there is like, 
like what is the criterion collection like a bunch of like it's got like a racer head and like a bunch of like movies that are like considered important and pretentious fucks like Miko. it's part of the criterion collection alan have you really it's never heard of the criterion collection genuinely no i've i've never heard of this okay. yeah criterion is is just one of those companies that they are like the premier uh uh company that is making those decisions like movies that are well worth uh preserving and especially like older stuff or stuff that needs a uh a lot of stuff that they do gets a special remaster and they do a ton of special features like hours and hours and hours and hours of special features and so um, you, it's like you know, a movie you know, like, the true disgusting. film lovers you know yeah uh collection oh, okay yeah you know how like bloody disgusting will like take like horror b movies and be like remember this one here's a special release of that the yep. criterion collection does that with movies that people have decided are culturally important hmm. and how is that again it is like a and i think uh, in all honesty like very much like Quarren said it is the it's the only movie I've ever seen. It's the it's the oldest movie I've ever seen. Let's put it that way. That properly, adri- like grabs the this movie is a dream, and you go, "Yep, that's that one." <laughs> yeah, this movie is a nightmare. <laughs> yep, that's what this is. Yep, okay. It it shifts between nightmare and dream fluidly well, no, without like, stopping like, or considering. Have your, you ever your thoughts? Have you ever like had a nightmare and then tried to explain it out loud? There's some goofy shit no, that actually. happens in that. In, in Maggie nightmare. does this all the time to me. She'll be like, I had this weird dream. And I'm like, okay, we'll lay it on me. And then as she's explaining it, I'm like, it's it's that scene uh, in Breaking Bad where Walter's like, Jesse, what the hell are you talking what the fuck about? That saying? every yeah. time. Yeah. Every single time. I'm like, what is happening here? Yeah. Yeah. I get that. But like, yeah, that's like the whole thing. It's like nightmares are like, hmm. Yeah. Now I'm in a pyramid, but it's also like, a movie like it's how our the local Orland movie theater was in the nineties. That's what, like, but there's That's still so a, weird. A, 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 a mummy chasing me, so I'm terrified. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah absolutely. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't. It's it's a it's a one of those weird movies that for me it's like it, talking about any specific thing just feels like like insane rambling you know it's like almost like what do you like what do you even say you know um i, th- I, I think the movie in general is wonderful <laughs> i really like it <laughs> uh i guess there, there's, there's a, a few, there's like, a scene where melody like like gets sick and then goes away and then is like holding her arm out and like saying uh kung fu's name or or sweet's name super weird and then it goes can you pass the toilet paper and she's just completely fine it's like what the fuck what and that is the most coherent part of the entire movie <laughs> I, there that's it that's i'm saying it it's the most coherent part of the entire movie sorry i totally spoke over you continue no, that's fine yeah that's that <laughs> is a good example <laughs> yeah. uh, i was just gonna say like there are other there are part like as a movie, I think there there are still things like to be commended even outside of that. Like I think that uh the uh like the cinematography, really nice, the music, yeah, f- like perfect when it needs to be. Uh it has a great does a great job balancing comedy and horror. Like it's acted. I don't 
I don't know if I would say well, but I would say perfectly. Like it's exactly what it needs to be, you know? Um, yeah. And there's just this like endearing quality to the whole thing, even when it's disgusting. Like it, it knows kind of exactly how to get there. And so, and it keeps you watching. I mean, this is a movie that like is really hard to look away from partially because so many crazy things are happening, but just the way that every scene is like is layered together like you can't help but watch and it's always just something this ridiculous movie habitually line like steps on the line yeah. right up to yeah, the absolutely. line it's like is this weird enough no all right is this weird enough no how about this like it just constantly is just nudging you to make like to, to get right to the edge where you would think maybe this is a little uncomfortable and it's like oh, okay i'll back up yeah. now one of my and then like four minutes later, it's like, hey, remember that line? Let's talk about it. <laughs> Let's negotiate a little bit. Let's um, negotiate. Let me push into your territory, bucko. <laughs> one of my favorite bits about this movie is that theme, that like piano theme, mm-hmm. because you get annoyed by it before it goes. And now you're terrified of it. Like, it's like, yeah, you, you this theme, it's stupid. It's lame. We keep overusing it and it's not scary. But like on sub, on subsequent watch throughs, you're like, oh, that's scary all the way through because I know where this is going now. Like, and it's just like, God damn it. God damn it. Uh, but like that first time, it's like, okay. 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 <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay. Couldn't it, write it the, piece. the only yeah. song they have lessons for. What the fuck is happening? <laughs> She's getting eaten by the piano? No, yeah. wait, no. Like, <laughs> and then it happens again and again and in the, the end where like uh uh gorgeous is like new mom is basically getting eaten too without her knowing it <laughs> yes like <laughs> oh yeah my friends are gonna wake up soon and they'll all be hungry that's not ominous in any well, capacity that's like, what what a what a like what a silly movie to have a phenomenal final line like that that line like punches above its weight class in so many ways. It, well, it, it's ridiculous. I think that the like it's one of those great examples of the horror comedy because it is the scariest line, but they saved it all the way for the end. So you kind of are going back and forth, back and forth, and the movie starts funny and kind of gradually oh, descends, so. and so by the end of it, it's there's like just straight up horror. That's they don't even care. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, one minute before that sequence, there's a house full of blood. Right. (laughs) (laughs) And then there's not. And it's calm. And gorgeous is gorgeous in a kimono. And then she says the most horrifying thing you've heard all movie. It's it's just, it's really, it's really It's really weird because it's almost like gorgeous and new mom both think of themselves to be the main because like the main character because new mom is just like gliding through the world she's just like yeah i'll just take mm-hmm. care of it i'll handle it every time you see her she just like everything is perfect and like with gorgeous everything is perfect until it's like wait like there's just that one moment in the early part where she's like i hate i hate new mom i'll I, I'll, I'll run away and i'll never have to deal with her ever again and then like that's what happens it's just like there's there's something there that I'm too stupid to fully grasp there, but it's fucking cool, whatever it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. But How yeah. I want to rate this bad boy. Rate this bad boy? This bad boy, yeah. This bad boy. Girl. This bad girl. 
That is more appropriate. This bad girl. How are we going to rate it? <laughs> I don't like that. <laughs> no, no. Why did I do this? Get on your knees. Well, <laughs> but the problem is, is we haven't outlined how the process works. Yeah, I like, mean, I've forgotten. How do, I've how, forgotten this how, one so long. Well, to rate this, yeah. bad, to rate this bad girl, we get her on her knees, and we make her choose a, a scale between <laughs> zero to five with half points allowed. I don't like this episode. <laughs> You guys started it, and I just I just took it That's to its fair. natural conclusion. You the, the issue, the thing that Speaking we should have of... learned by now is not to tee Bobby up for an escalation we're not interested in. <laughs> That's true. That's, that's over a hundred episodes. We stop yeah. always at a certain point, and Bobby will always kick it up to the next level. It's like I yeah. really didn't want that actually. <laughs> yep. Yeah, you're, you're fools. I didn't like it towards begin with, but I'm taking it where it needs to go. <laughs> Well, oh boy. Uh, okay, I will. Hey, Alan, uh, you're, you're, I, we're gonna say Alan goes first because oh, yeah, I want to see where he where he naturally put me in a it. weird place. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I this film is weird for me because like it's weird for everybody. I watched it. I enjoyed it. <laughs> I, you're not saying anything new, Alan. <laughs> I understand that. Um, I just don't. This is one that's weird for me to rank because it's like I. It's not a bad movie. But I don't know that I would call it good. It's a weird middle ground, but it's not an average film. This is this is where I am conflicted here. Um, I think that this movie is haunting in ways that it doesn't appear to be on its face. Um, and that is a very commendable thing to do because one, it's 1977. Like let's let's level set that too. This is 1977 that this movie is out. This is so different comparatively especially to like western horror like this is so weird in comparison and i like that a lot because it's something different in the genre at the time but i can't say that i loved this film either because it is very strange it is very weird it is very dreamlike and it's not typically something that i'm looking for um however i think to like be a little more objective i'm actually gonna go with a three and a half on this one i think it's above average but i don't think that it is like an exemplary film as a film i think that what it does as a horror comedy especially in the time period is pretty amazing i think it's a it's a weird tone uh to set and, and and it's also just it's like if this is japanese horror in the 70s what is japanese horror in the 80s like what it, that's that's kind of more how my like wheel started turning after finishing the 90s this way because we also watched i experienced that yeah. um which is i mean th- it's weird to kind of get from point a to point b there but that, that's kind of where i'm at i'm at a, i'm at a three and a half on this one okay i think that is a I think it's a it's it's not an unfair score, right? Uh, one thing that I want to say really quick is that I can totally see how you get from this movie to Ringu. I mean, there's 20 years between, and it feels like you can draw a straight line. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I I really enjoy this movie. I could watch it again at any time. It's just like one of those movies that is oddly eminently watchable, like despite the things that make it what it is um i think it's well put together it's a good movie it's funny it's scary um it's well directed like it's hard to find fault in this and when i reviewed this a year ago 
I gave it a four out of five. And I think that that's a pretty good score. But watching it this time, I liked it even more. And I, I find it hard to drop, lose like the whole point on it because it's like, why exactly am I taking away the whole point? Um, I don't quite think it's a five, but I will push to four and a half. I like it a lot. I think it's very good. Four and a half. Okay. Um, is Haosu perfect? I don't know. Uh, probably not, if I'm going to be completely honest. Um, but does it do what it's trying to do perfectly? Yes. Um, this movie wants to be a dream, and it is. This movie wants to be a nightmare, and it is. Um, so I think I'm going to actually give it the five. Yeah. Uh, like it, Interesting I, game I, I really thought I like the, I going back to the first time I watched this movie, I remember the first time I watched this movie, like being like, I hate this until I didn't. And then, and now all of a sudden I watch it. And from the beginning, I'm like, fuck. I, I like, like this movie is Rewatching this movie only serves to benefit it, which I think is really fucking cool. Like, I don't know a lot of movies that like it because you know what's happening now, and it's like you see the little like the pieces, and you see the way that the movie is built around those pieces. It's just yeah, it's it's just it is very effective at what it does. It's not perfect, right? Some of the some of that uh, some of the CGI is dated even at the time, like not all of it looks good it's not suited so but like again it that doesn't matter right like when you when your when your mouth becomes marshmallow fluff in your dreams you're not concerned about whether or not that that could functionally work or not right so five out of five i love it i respect it (laughs) you know i'm the i'm the paula abdul of of, of these hundred episodes (laughs) the second 100 (laughs) (laughs) that's not all we do though we have a more almost more important job now yeah is house essential spoiler free of course of course of course and as a recap scores wise i gave it a three and a half out of five an admirable score corbin Gave it a four and a half out of five. Big fan. And Bobby gave it the full five marks. The objectively correct with, score. With that being said, Bobby, mm-hmm. take us away. Sure. Is this movie essential? Is How Sue essential? Yeah. Well, like I said, as a registered pretentious <laughs> fuck, is part of the Criterion Collection. You simply must watch it. Of course it's essential. Uh, to say anything about this movie spoiler free i feel like gives it gives away but yeah this is a movie that must be experienced so experience it i like it's it yes yes it's fucking wild how sue is wild and you should watch it yeah absolutely essential nice um i agree with bobby there's not a lot that you can say 
without giving it away. Um, but I think that this movie is... It's just a great watch. It's a great watch. Everybody should watch it probably at least once. Uh, it's just kind of off the wall. Uh, it is simply like a dream. And I really love it, and I think that you might too. And I do think it is essential to horror, especially Japanese horror. So I'm saying yes. That was the most oh, roundabout way to say yes. You like that? I love that for us. I love that for us because I was like, he's going to say no, and I'm going to be very sad. <laughs> Would you be sad if I said no, Bobby? No, I see yeah. that coming with you. You've got terrible taste. Well, that's incorrect because it is essential. Oh, yes. Uh, <laughs> of course it is. This, ah! film, this film takes you on a journey that you're not prepared for. And even me, who had never seen this film, uh, I sat down and knew very early on that I was in for one magical journey through a land I was not, uh, I could not control. And I think that it takes you through that in such a way that is both funny and terrifying in a unique way too. That's the other thing is I think this movie is unique, like, like truly unique. I, I don't, I don't know that we have anything else we've watched within the closest thing to me that even comes close to like what this made me move me, what this movie made me feel like. And you're going to love this Bobby is beyond the black rainbow is the only thing that kind of like, it's not the same feeling, but in terms of like dream, like quality. Yeah. I'd say it's just something ethereal. Those movies are both very ethereal in certain ways. So yes. And they're also both amazing films. Maybe I'll like Beyond the Black Rainbow a ton the next time I view it. You've liked it more and more every time. I have. I have. That is objectively correct. It's a great movie. I'm telling you, you watch it like two or three more times, you'll be five out of five in that movie. Probably. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't be, but you might be. Yeah. You could be if you just opened your mind. The issue is that I have a notoriously closed mind. <laughs> no. You know. <laughs> Well, speaking of getting to the end of a film and then falling on your sword, uh, what are your names and handles and where can we find you? <laughs> you can find me at twitch.tv slash the red weenie uh, where I stream Destiny 2 occasionally and potentially other stuff. Almost, you know, potentially other stuff. Um, what have I been up to? I had COVID. I've been watching the Saw movies because I had COVID. Uh, I, I, I played a game called Catastronauts with my wife. Um, I played a little bit of Payday 3, which was a fun little game. Read a couple books, did a little couple Warhammer painting and things like that. You know, just that's about it. Just, you know, vibbing and vibing. Yeah, twitch.tv slash threadwinny. Nice. You can find me at a seal punter just about anywhere. Um, I uh, have started reading No Country for Old Men. Uh, in at, around bedtime, just just burning through a couple pages. I've never read a Cormac McCarthy novel, uh, but I've heard that they're great. 
So I uh, decided to just jump in with that one, mostly because uh, YouTube kept filling my uh, shorts feed with shorts from No Country for Old Men. And I'm like, I should probably like, I, I should read this novel before watching this movie. Has this happened to you, so, Corbin, yet? This has also happened for me. Has what happened to me? Are you, fil- are you filled with uh, shorts of uh, scenes of, uh, of Javier Bardem playing Anton Chigura in uh, No because Country of what, for Old Men? Because of what Alan said? No, just just because. No, just in general. It's happened. The same exact thing happened to me. I think. Yeah, I, I think. I. I think that it's just a YouTube like, "Hey, thirty-year-old white men, it's time for you to watch No Country for <laughs> Old Men again." It uh, came out when you were yeah, young, so... and you probably didn't fully get it. Watch it again. I uh, my feed has not had Anton uh, Sugar on it, but I do love No Country for Old Men as a certified white male. So I mean, yeah. I obviously i like it um mm-hmm. and i've watched it somewhat recently so maybe it knows that i it's in my <laughs> it's in my recent it's like memory. it's fine <laughs> yeah so it's like you're you're yeah. allowed you're allowed to leave yeah 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 uh other than that i built a new night they're huge by the way like way bigger than the other ones i have and uh Oh, my wife just yelled uh, that our anniversary is this weekend, which is true. Uh, day after this uh, episode comes out, I will have been married to her for seven whole years. Wow! It's crazy. Wow! Wow! So, wow! We're gonna wow. go. We're gonna go to the Covered Bridge Festival over in Rockville, Indiana, where we go every Doxum. year Doxum, to do Doxum, a baby. wine tasting. Yeah, show up. <laughs> we'll hang out. It'll be fun. Um, All four of you. Yeah. <laughs> exactly um we uh we sign underneath there at the same spot we've taken a picture every year you so just keep signing your name over and over and over yeah the same spot actually yeah we just keep yeah it's and it's like a solid millimeter thick at this point it's now i'm pretty proud of it it's very funny actually <laughs> you maybe by 40 years it'll that. be like an inch you know it'd be nice so a seal punter just about anywhere man wow look at you um Seven years. It goes by. Um, yeah. 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 <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, so uh, you can find me uh, at Corbangerang or at Bolters and Bourbon. I am on the platform formerly known as Twitter, and I am on Instagram, and I am on Threads. Um, follow me wherever you see me if you want to uh, see my content. Um what have I been up to? Uh, it was my birthday a couple of days ago. That was kind of cool. Uh, just did like the normal stuff, you know. Uh, went out for dinner. Went to see Night of the Living Dead. Um, you know, had a little party. Uh, it was good. Good times all around. Besides that, I have been working on my Ultramarines quite a lot. I don't know if I've really mentioned it on the show. That's like my current uh, Warhammer obsession is just the classic Ultramarines. Two and a half years later, finally doing the, the main characters. Um, and then I, like I how you say that like, oh, it only took you two and a half years yeah. of a hundreds of dollars hobby <laughs> to, to, do, to, to pick the most vanilla flavor of all time. Yeah. Yeah. What can, what can I say? It's so vanilla. It's chocolate. <laughs> it's Damn. like a little bit of that is true, though. You know, <laughs> um, besides that, I've been playing uh, some more games. I played uh, Dark Tide just a little bit. 
uh, realized that you couldn't play it solo still. Uh, you have to play online. I said, I'm not interested in that. And so I uninstalled. Um, I've been playing Warhammer Dawn of War, which came out like 20 years ago, but I never played it. So that's been really fun. I haven't played an RTS of that age in, in age. Uh, so that's been really cool. Uh, the camera, I don't know if you guys have played Dawn of War. The camera is so close to everything. Like you and you can't like you you can't get like the full god's eye. You're always like a little bit hmm. too close, so it's kind of hard to play actually. Oh, um, is it like Goblin? Is it like Halo Wars close? No, it's closer than that. Like Goblin Commander. Halo close? Wars is yes, Bobby. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. right. I played a lot of I played a lot of RTS. Yeah, I even played Overlord, uh, the, the 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 RTS that's actually a third person action game. Overlord was kind of good though. <laughs> also known as Pikmin, which was also that. <laughs> that's true uh but in overlord you play as like a demon so you know it's just more fun yeah um, in a pikmin you play as a colonizer so basically the same thing <laughs> right. so ching, got oh. Oh. um and then since uh we're talking about books i've been reading such sharp teeth um which is by rachel harrison it is really really good so far i'm only a couple of chapters in to be fair so you know it could totally turn around um but so far i'm loving it it is a werewolf uh, book no spoilers because there's no. a wolf on the cover um and uh such sharp teeth you have about <laughs> yeah. a werewolf what? Right. no um i can't but no it's spoiler. good it's good it's it's uh it's visceral which is great uh and then i am just started what watching all the way through child's play uh it's not my first time but it is my wife's first time uh and i i'm not caught up i haven't watched the show at all so i'm really excited uh, to get there and catch up um oh you like all the movies you're watching yeah we'll just yeah we just watched child's play one literally last night so just just start so good um she laughed out loud literally the very first time that Ch- chucky spoke which is like yeah how can you play <laughs> that's such a funny oh, wait, scene wait, 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 when chucky just starts screaming <laughs> yeah <laughs> you stupid slayer <laughs> oh great movie though um but yeah so follow me at corbangering at bolters and bourbon um and you can follow the podcast at essential scarce uh you can find us on uh x.com and you can find us on instagram facebook and threads um we are occasionally active on those platforms uh follow us if you'd like to hear updates from us uh and in the bios to all of our uh socials is a link to our discord where we are active on and you are uh, more than welcome to join and give us uh feedback or ideas for future shows um we are continuing on this road through international horror so long as the strikes are ongoing uh the writers guild has just officially signed officially officially and SAG is really close, so um, best of luck to everybody involved, and hopefully we'll be reviewing a new film very soon. Um, but in the meantime, next week, we're going to be talking Baba Duke. Um, I think this is a rewatch for all of us. Personally, I'm very excited. No. What? <laughs> this is a first watch for me. This came out in 2014 yeah. when we were in college, and I'm like, that's too scary for I me. I thought you watched so it I never watched it. That. Nope. Okay. Never well, did. This is going to be a very interesting episode then. <laughs> all of us, all of us are going to be there for all of us his first time watching the Babadook. Think yeah, about that's that. True. Yeah. Yeah. Me and Corbin um, watched it in my dorm room in college. Yeah. 
Nice. So that will be releasing uh, Halloween weekend. So check it, check it out. Oh, perfect. Um, in the meantime, uh, make sure you follow us and give us a rating, a review, a subscribe on your platform of choice. If you don't follow us on YouTube yet, follow us there. If you don't follow us on podcast, follow us there. Make sure you share us with your friends and your family and your coworkers and anybody that likes horror that you think might or should like horror. And uh, we'll catch you in two weeks for The Babadook. Thanks so much for listening. Thank you so much to Alan and Bobby for being on the show with me. I have been your host, Corbin, and this has been essential scares. Play that breakdown, baby.